Operation Galactic Storm. Yeah, sure. Not that I have any joke about it, but... That's the joke. That's the joke. I got nothing to say about it. Just inspire endless more operations uh, in the galaxy that just uh, go on and on forever and uh, yeah. end with el- endless dead? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> because if so, sign me the fuck up. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Excelsior! Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Kyle. I'm Bry. And I am Merck. And this week we are going to talk all about event comics. It's it's going to be it's going to be a hoot and a holler, and you know, like there's so many characters. And are we going to yeah. be able to fit them all into to this one episode, or is it going to have to be a five part episode series? Yeah, we are going to have a five part series. Plus, we're going to have uh, tie in episodes mm-hmm. from other podcasts that you ha- you have to listen to those. Otherwise, the central podcast po- does podcasts not make sense. that we're doing perfectly well. Not yeah. being involved in this, mind you. Yeah, and we're about to go into a next part that you were left on a cliffhanger to get into, and then all of a sudden we get into this event, and then you never get any resolution from that previous storyline. Yeah, it's the Mar- that's the Marvel method. It's that's satisfying storytelling, is what it is. That uh, yeah. <laughs> is that is that magic? Is that Marvel magic? Oh shit! Grant Morrison just showed up, and he said it doesn't count. <laughs> Wait, now he said it all counts. He also said he's on drugs and he just shit in my pool. And magic. Oh, wait, but I, I don't have a pool. I have to point out that Grant does go by they. However, this is a crossover event from from the multiverse, as they all are. So, you know, I feel like canonically Grant can Which be... Which version of Grant Morrison do we have? Exactly. There's so many versions. So, I mean, like, that's... It's it just all of them. Like most comic events, this is uh, definitely answering questions and not just... Uh, you know, giving more that will never be. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Perfect. It's yep. the perfect event. We did it. Guys, we got to go. Another Hawkman just showed up. So, uh, <sighs> oh. that, no, it's just Grant Morrison with wings <laughs> wearing a dead bird. Call, call. <laughs> Welcome to the warm up. So to bring us to the warm up, uh, we are going to do a fun little event comic Mad Lib. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to need some audience participation. Y'all being the audience, I'm, I'm going to have to get you to pick out a bunch of things. Yeah. yeah. Me, me, me. Holding up your arm. Me, 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 me. All right. So we're, we'll do it back and forth. Uh, give me, give me a word that starts with a T. Uh, like a noun or a verb or just give me a word. Come on. <laughs> Could be anything. Does that work that way? All right. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. Kind of, kind of too One down. Ones. 19 to go. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Tyrannosaurus Rex. Bri, give me a villain. Does it matter what universe at all? Uh, oh, you know what? This is, this is going to be Marvel-based, so uh, Marvel. give me a Marvel villain. Grim Reaper. All right. Merc, give me another villain. Uh, this is good audio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mordred the Mystic. Gotta have that Mordred. Mordred, okay. Mordred. Brian, give me a chain store. Zellers. 
Zellers. There's, All right. There is there is precedent for superheroes to come to Canada and check out Zellers. Yes. And you know that's true. So let's do it. Let's do a Canadian. But that's style. DC. <laughs> that's yes. Give me a small town. Timmins. Timmins. Uh, Timmins, Ontario. That's right. Bry, give me two heroes. Let's go with. We're gonna go with Bishop. Okay. And uh, Speedball. <laughs> All right. And I need one hero from you, Mark. 70s Luke Cage. Nice. All right. Uh, what's next? Uh, now, Bry, I need a supporting character. Harry Osborn, but he's on drugs right now. Okay, Harry on drugs. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very small space that I have uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> well, just put Harry Osborn, but we all just have to remember that he's on drugs. I just put Harry on drugs. Yeah, Harry drugs. Harry drugs. Okay, Merck, give me a character created by Chris Claremont. Ooh. Uh, cannibal. All right. Uh, Bry, give me a concept. Concept. <laughs> a concept. <laughs> He's got a very small space to write this down. Yes. En- <laughs> ennui. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? Ennui fits. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ennui's on the mark. <laughs> Merc, give me a mundane task. This might work pretty well. Cleaning the latrine. Give me a word describing food. A food, a word you would use to describe a food. Steamy. Steaming. All right. And finally, Merck, give me a number. 638. Oh, you're always saying that. Okay. Ready? Yep. I'm very ready. Using the power of the forbidden tome of Tyrannosaurus Rex, Grim Reaper and Mordred the Mystic unleash the combined forces of magic and zellers onto the populace of Timmins, Ontario. Doctor Strange assembles a new team of defenders to combat the threat, including Bishop, Speedball, 70s Luke Cage, and Spider-Man and Wolverine 2, probably. But when it's revealed that Harry Osborn, on drugs, has (laughs) secretly been possessed by Cannonball, who has gained the Ennui Stone, the secret 8th Infinity Stone, will our heroes be able to stop both crises in time and also be able to clean the latrine? Find out this summer in Steamy War, a 638-issue event series. <laughs> nice. That's a Steamy that's War. That's not far off what would actually happen. No, yeah. No, that's... no. you got to find the beats. There's a Act 1, Act 2, and then a big yeah. fight. And then Absolutely. 630 uh, follow-ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you need to know what every single other character is going is going through while this is happening for, like, at least, at least four months. At least. They have yeah. to just be... Just absolutely like, oh, the latrine still isn't clean. What can we do? The latrine secret wars. Road to steamy war. Yeah. The the, the yeah, X-Men so. tie-in is them just guarding. The latrine is on Krakoa, and everyone wants to get to that latrine to clean it, but uh, they have to. Yeah. They have, it's not time yet for reasons, so they have to I thought the it. X-Men but- tie-in was everyone looking around saying, where's Bishop? They keep trying to clean the latrine, but they keep dying on the way, but then they just yeah. come back mm-hmm. alive, and they're like, gotta clean the latrine. And they're yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. How did he get I the like... poop that high? Wolverine! Oh, he's very, oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> he is very, oh no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's take, let's, let's take it to the main topic. What the f***? This week, the main topic, as I think we've made abundantly clear, we're talking about event comics, uh, those things that happen and just keep going, and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. 
Yeah, and they used to be, you know, just every once in a while. And not that all of them were great, but there were little nuggets of things that happened. And you were like, that was super fun. Like, mm. things crossed over and they had uh, heroes that never connect and villains that never connect and things happening. And then, you know, two, three years go by, maybe something else happens. But yeah. uh, not anymore. And they're crossing over events. And then one event actually became a second event and mm -hmm. a third event. And it just keeps going diarrhea until you're yeah. dead <laughs> just like diarrhea i think before we get into it we should we should talk a little bit about what makes an event a good event or like what are what are the what what are the things that it has to accomplish i think you can have a couple of different kinds i think you can have and i think we what we do more regularly now is they try to interconnect and have super serious interweaving ideas mm -hmm. and changing one or two characters or a team or something or some sort of status quo. There, there there's got to be and, some sort of status quo change, I think. Well, and I think there's that sort of thing. And I, that can be done, if it's done well, is really good. Um, I think, especially earlier on in it, some of them were just fun crossover things of just, especially early on when you wouldn't have certain heroes or villains come in contact with each other. You're like, wow, I've never thought I would ever yeah, see you this. Look at, look at Secret Wars. The first yeah. one, which I think is, this is good fun. Yeah. And that's, and that there's the fun one just to see that as a comic fan and have that happen. And then there's the serious, uh, which can sometimes get a little out of hand. Yeah. Of, Let's try to layer these on. And we discover a secret history of what happened of the secret. Every, secret every single event now has to be like earth shattering or like, yeah. or at least has a to sell itself changer. as being earth shattering, shattering. Cause it's, it's kind of established. Like, you know, I would say, in, especially in the past couple of decades or whatever, that everything has to be like important and you need to follow yeah. this or else, you know, yeah. and we'll, we'll get, we'll get to that a little bit later, but yeah, I think it's just the, the them getting increasingly bloated and all consuming is, uh, is is a big problem. Like I th I see why the, they need to have like actual stakes generally, and they usually do. But you can have them a story have big stakes without necessarily being disruptive to everything else. And I think that's a fine line you got to walk sometimes. And sometimes you can do that, but it's actually got to mean something. And if every one of these is supposed to be that, then eventually none of them mean a thing at all. The thing with me too is like it it's however how natural and cohesive it feels with that universe and those characters. As in, like, you know, you, it feels like it's something that is happening to them naturally, and it doesn't feel like you're being forced into this. I mean, ultimately, that's what it is. All of these events are, are, are sales stunts, because they all sell. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. That's all they are, but it doesn't mean that you can't tell a good story. It doesn't mean that you can't tell something that feels like, you know, the characters act like you expect them to act. You know what I mean? It's just, like, people did their, their research, and they did everything they could. It's never going to be perfect, of course, but, you know, actually have some sort of uh somebody people actually like making sure everything fits into place like you know editors just a thought yeah oh oh editors <laughs> yes yes oh, imagine that instead of that, that that's the main Someone problem i have overseeing weird yeah these things can really actually harm characters a lot of the times and sort of harm the the momentum so i think that is important that you know i i i just if you're only like looking at the event in itself and not looking at everything around it that's one thing but um who who do they think is buying these things? <laughs> yeah. It's probably fans that, like, you know. <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, what was your pick for good? Uh, I picked Final Crisis as as a good one. Really? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I was reading a lot of DC stuff at the time, uh, and Final Crisis, you know, was a Morrison book. So it was yeah. weird, and weird yeah. stuff happened, and there, there wasn't a whole 
ton of, of spill out into individual books. There was like a, a Superman spinoff where it was like kind of kind of in 3D. It was weird. Right. It was like he had to he had to build the the miracle machine. Uh, the whole crux of the story was that someone finds Orion's dead body in a dumpster, and it's like, oh, somebody who like who kill who's killing the new gods, and like the new gods, they they had sort of they they were getting killed off, and they were being reincarnated as regular people. So we had like a mobster boss, dark side, yeah, who who gained the anti life equation and was sort of like, I'm gonna make you know this prime Earth into a bad earth and it's going to make everybody sad. And if everybody's sad, the universe will end. Uh, and it, it, it did a little bit to, and it sounds dumb. Sad crisis. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a crisis of conscience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was sort of trying to explain like why, you know, the previous 20 years had, had become darker and darker in comics. Yeah. It also featured the, the return of Barry Allen from, He'd been running for the past twenty years. He ever since uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, he'd been he'd yeah. been running away from the Black Racer. He's been running the whole time. Ah, so boy, he is, is he, he ready to run some more? Trying not to get erased. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also got Batman, you know, shooting a gun, which is a thing that he doesn't do typically, but he he shoots Darkseid. Uh, Darkseid kills Batman, or so we think. Let's see. V- eventually, the the Black Racer is chasing the Flash. The Flash runs through Darkseid, the Black Racer goes through Darkseid, killing Darkseid, uh, and then Superman makes a wish f- to have a happy ending. Eh? <laughs> uh, there's also... Then, then they tell him, it is not that kind of massage parlor, Superman. Get out of here. <laughs> but he turned over. Uh, there, there's also, you know, like a, a dark monitor, because there's, you know, the monitors that monitor the... The monitors monitor. Yeah, uh, and there's the a monitors, bad the monitors. Not an anti-monitor, just a bad monitor. Yeah, who who's like, well, yes, let's destroy the multiverse. And Superman's like, nah, happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bad, the bad monitor is uh, he wears like a leather jacket and he's smoking all the time, so he's he's bad news. That's the sh- the short, concise plot of Final Crisis. Yeah, uh, it you know it it sort of had a lot of Morrison stuff that. He'd been working on previously, like he'd been doing New Gods and Death of the New Gods, and right. it led into a lot of his Batman stuff, which yeah. I I loved his Batman stuff. And oh yeah. yeah, that's that was my Phenomenal. that was my pick because I thought it was it, it was so good and it was big and it it had mm-hmm. consequences going forward, and it didn't it didn't just come out of nowhere. You know, I have to make an admission, a stunning admission, one might say that I I haven't read. Final Crisis in full. I never have, which is really <gasps> weird because I've read like all of the Batman stuff that like, you know, that's kind of a pivotal moment in it for what happens after. But I have a hardcover copy on my bookshelf that I got used for a song a little while ago and just haven't gotten around to reading it. Oh, so now I better sing. Speaking of songs. Songs. Uh-oh. I know about that. Yeah. After Darkseid gets killed, his ghost is still haunting Superman while he's building this miracle machine. And Superman's like. What is, well, how can I get rid of this Darkseid ghost? What can I use to get rid of him? What is Darkseid, what is the antithesis of Darkseid? And what does he hate most of all? He hates songs. So Superman sings the perfect song. It's a song by Air Supply. destroy the ghost of Darkseid. Yeah. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. He sings a song. Grant Morrison. And he wishes yeah. for a happy ending. I was just imagining it like the Bob in the reboot where he's like trying to save the system and the ghost of uh, Darkseid is popping up to sass Yeah, yeah. That'd be, uh, you know. Superman he has to just sing Alanis Morissette, ironic. 
Yeah. And he has to he has to reenact all the parts in the car. And Darkseid the whole time is like, wait a minute, that's not but but no and he just explodes. No! <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm gonna go with Infinity Gauntlet, which is probably an obvious yeah. choice, but yeah. I mean like it's, it's so good. It it's is so really good. good. It's like it's it's holds up. Like it has everything you could possibly need. You has Adam Warlock. Yep. It has Thanos creating a girlfriend from Canada to make Death jealous, which doesn't work. And then Thanos gets upset. <laughs> Her name's Tammy. Mm-hmm. She's from yeah. Timmins. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Taraxia. Tammy. She works at the Zellers. Yeah. 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 She works at the Zellers. She just well, she works at the Skillet at Zellers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you know, hey, listen, you're 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 shopping you're shopping for toys at uh, Zellers. You see all the the old dusty toys from twenty years ago that are still full price. Yep. Uh, yep. You get a little hungry yep. for uh, some pizza. You head on over there. Yep. Yeah, there you go. I want yeah. rings and things. Yeah, um, and yeah, just the, the things just are the... French fries. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, adapted into in one way or another to big movies and everything like that. But just something about just exactly that that kind of journey that Thanos goes through has considering he's just like I am a nihilist who wants to who loves death and wants to seduce Mistress Death and she doesn't like me well fine and I made myself you know what I mean it's so silly in so many ways but it it's is so, so but it's so good at the same I yeah. was reading uh Surf Silver it's Surfer perfect. at the time and that's where he was reintroduced in yeah. uh, into the into the Marvel universe kind of like he wasn't really that kind of character as much well he started out like cosmic gangster and then became yeah. a little more but it wasn't until that time that Starlin kind of took him to that and it was like this is so good He's wild like, depth for the character hor- yeah, yeah. yeah just such a horribly good villain I love it and it, you know what I mean they did it differently obviously in the movies where he had his like um his you know retirement whatever afterwards but just sort of like the way it happened in the comic was just like literally becoming a god and just sort of like you know the fact that he was like kind of subconsciously said like realized like knew he wasn't you know what i mean like worthy like yeah. just so much to the character i'm just like oh damn like that that right there made that character so compelling mm-hmm. in a way that that we're still it's you know i feel like nobody's even matched that yet so yeah yep absolutely can't uh i can't i can't i can't vote against that one it was it was good good stuff for my pick i just went well i, I was talking about the ones that are just straight up fun i went for just straight up fun absolutely uh, Acts of Vengeance. Oh, I'm not even familiar with that. Is that like a Vengeance. hardcover fancy? Oh my god! Wow. The That's omnibus wonderful. of uh, Acts of Vengeance. Yeah, hardcover. I like the the no um, slip cover. The classy. Like this is from my uh, mm-hmm. this is from my important. Yeah, well, yeah. As, I don't as a famous intellectual, was. this is from my my yeah, personal exactly. library. It's cut out. and He's got uh, a flask inside it. Yeah, <laughs> inside yeah. that flask is a gun, <laughs> and inside that gun is another flask. Um, and a tiny little book. <laughs> <laughs> and it's filled with whiskey. Get your microscope um, and your tweezers. <laughs> Time yeah, to read Acts mm. of Vengeance. But it's like it's just straight up fun. If you're not familiar with it, it's basically the the concept was all these villains got together to switch who they normally deal with so yeah. that like villains that never encounter that hero are sent after that because then like they're not prepared for that villain. And they're supposed, and a lot of them, it's like a couple of the main figureheads that are like Doom is one of them that kind of like is the puppeteer of sending this this smaller villain after the Fantastic Four or yeah. whoever that will has no chance of standing up to them. Right, they send uh, Whirlwind after uh, Wolverine and he just cuts him in half. <laughs> well, yeah, and like some of them, some of them are fun match mashups, and they're taken a little more seriously. And it it all depends on 
who was writing the books at the time. We talk about right. like how suddenly an event disrupts that book. Um, yeah. A lot of these didn't really disrupt it. It was just mm. like it was intermingled into it. Yeah. There's the whole famous X-Men storyline of uh, Psylocke becoming the like the ninja Psylocke right. that we knew her right. going from like British Quantum. girl to yeah. yeah. So that that's mixed into it, and so it's the Mandarin who oversees that. So he's the one that's suddenly utilizing Psylocke against the X-Men, and the, like the X-Men really never really encountered Mandarin. No, so now yeah. that's a good that's a good twist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's and some of them work really well. Some of them are intentionally done as ridiculous. And I'm gonna bring it up. Ju- I started like flipping through about like who's battling who, uh, and the and some of them are multiple issues. And in the first one, it's um a bunch of uh, villains sent after the Fantastic Four, and they're all pretty low key stuff like Beetle and Shocker, and they all get beat up super easily and stuff like <laughs> ridiculously easily uh ran- and uh, there's some sort of court proceedings and this is of course this is part of the regular story so it doesn't disrupt the story there's some sort of court proceedings going on against Reed Richards and so the in the court all of a sudden he's attacked Ramrod who I don't even know who that is uh goes to attack him but he goes running up the courtroom floor he slips and he falls and he knocks himself out <laughs> In the courtroom, awesome. and then Plant Man oh and the He's a Quill. Real shock master. <laughs> yeah, the Plant Man and Quill uh, also like take off their trench coats. They were hiding in the <gasps> the in the courtroom, and they go to attack. Juror number eight. They <laughs> accidentally bump into each other, and Quill like pokes Plant Man, and Plant Man's plants attack Quill, and then they just fall to the ground. And it's a bunch of ridiculousness. Uh, and Ben Grimm is in the audience. He's like. Uh, I'd like to just say, like, do we not realize that all these people are just standing up, taking off their sunglasses and their trench coats and their villains, and there's still like half a dozen guys in trench coats in <laughs> the audience here, and all of a sudden they all get up, and it's like, and eel, they all leave, uh, yeah, and they all leave, yeah, this isn't Thunderball, going well. Vanisher, Mad Dog, some tiger guy who I still don't know who it is, yeah, um, Stiltman appears in the next issue, Armadillo, Super Adaptoid. Uh, later, Water Wizard and Hydro Man both attack at the same time, and they stop and they look at each other like, "Are you a water guy? Yeah, you're a water guy too." Oh my and god, it's amazing! Like a little, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. So there's that sort of stuff, and then there's more serious. There's like Tiger Shark versus Wolverine in the Wolverine solo series, which was like the first major solo series, and it's done seriously and it's done really well. Hobgoblin versus Doctor Strange, but it includes Enchantress and the Executioner, Archon. Hmm. Grey Gargoyle versus Grey Hulk, Doom versus the Punisher, <laughs> Scorpion versus Alpha Flight, Typhoid Mary versus uh, Power Pack. Wow, that's weird. That doesn't feel right at all. I, I I didn't have a lot of these single issues, but I had, and I didn't really collect Daredevil at the time. But it was it's Ultron versus Daredevil. Oh right, and yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm it, it's a super good issue. Yeah. It is hmm. brutal that he like takes this thing on and takes it down like with a. Uh, baseball bat and just like just kicks the crap out of it. Um, Don't yeah, and then Murdoch. of course the like, commander, just yeah, Casey Joneses them. Hey, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, yeah, you can't take the heat, uh, Ultron. Yeah. So it's it's just super fun to see these weird and like it doesn't really change the status quo. No, it's more of just like a a fun fight them up kind of bash them up. Well, that's thing. that's great because it seems like it's at its core like just like a Silver Age issues. Like let's just have these two characters cross over for a fun issue. And like yeah, yeah. they don't usually do that. Like that's wonder- but then that's it great. especially works. 
because it doesn't disrupt a lot of those ongoing things. It just no. intermingles with it and it makes sense. And then you continue on. So that's the thing is like, it kind of has to have some sort of a point, you know what I mean? And even if the point is as little as like, you know, the power pack fight typhoid, Mary, what would happen there? Like if the point could just yeah. be like, this is an interesting little one-off story. As long as it yeah. does something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. some of these are just so yeah. like empty. It's Lee. Speaking of which, should we go to the bad ones? Oh my. I think I think before we do that we should uh, we should have a little quiz. I think we should. Oh, you want to do a quiz now? <laughs> I yep. think I Let's yeah, do I do want to do a quiz now. I think we all got three questions. We all yeah. actually get to participate in this in some way. Yes. So we all yeah. get to answer sick questions and ask three. Um yeah. who wants to go first? Me. I do. First question. Uh Captain America's shield breaks in which of these three events? Fear itself, Age of Ultron, or Damnation? Trick question, all three. Bryce has trick uh, question, all three. <laughs> what does Merck say? I, I, I'm not basing that on anything. I'm just trying to have fun I'd here. say Age of Ultron. Merck gets a point. Bry gets zero points because oh, the no. correct answer is fear itself, but also Age of Ultron. Oh, no! Damn uh, you, Price yourself out of that point. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Okay. There, there was a crossover called Darkhold recently. Oh. Um. Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. basically there was there was a Darkhold Alpha one issue, and then a bunch of like spin-off one-shot stories that were like horror stories featuring Marvel characters, so each one got one, and then there was like a closeout chapter, and that was the whole crossover. So of the of the you know one-shot Darkhold books that came out, which one of these wasn't real? Uh Spider-Man, Iron Man, Hulk, the Wasp, Blade, or Black Bolt? Black Bolt. Weirdly, I'm going to say Spider-Man. All right. Uh, the correct answer is Hulk. There was a Spider-Man really? one. Oh, uh, okay. And it's actually, I, I read through all these uh, in the previous week. The The Spider-Man one is one of the spookier, better ones. Really? Mm. And the Black Bolt one? Eh. The Black yeah. Bolt one, you see the twist coming, like, from the third page, I think. Black Bolt seldom disappoints but us. But you know so. what? The Spider-Man one? I'd say give it a, give it a read. It's neat. Uh, how many events has marvel had since 2015 and it's whoever gets closer to the number yep whoever gets closer uh 35 24 okay bry gets closer because the actual answer it's only been it's only uh only 19 events have happened since 2015 <laughs> only <laughs> only 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 yeah i uh ugh, i actually wanted to say 18 at first i'm like there's no way that that's it's got to be more than that i thought it was going to be at well they least took, they took a year where they didn't that. do events remember they were like, oh, we're not yeah. doing oh, events, yeah. and we're the, not doing it lasted anymore. nine months, and they were like, yeah, exactly. okay, we'll do an event. Just yeah. one more cookie. <laughs> For you to buy us at Marvel Comics. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So, I believe, based on what I was able to figure out from research, that there were 12 DC stories or events, however you want to look at them, uh, called with crisis in the title. My question is, how many of these 12 crises are like a crisis crisis and not just a crisis. You know what I mean? Like a crisis being like multiverse reality breaking crisis where it's like, you know, they're crossing over from other worlds and impacting each other or everything's going to be destroyed or everything's going to be blah, blah, blah. Something that is like a proper cri like crisis trademark, you know, that this is what a crisis has always been. It's been a crisis between these worlds or something like that. So, so how, how many? Twelve? Yes, are, are, would, do you think by that definition would qualify as a crisis crisis? Seven. Eight. Well, I'm going to give it to Kyle because he's closest, because my count oh. is, is ten. 
Wow. So Image United was a was a crossover event that was supposed to mm-hmm. shake the Image universe uh, yeah, in 2009. Yeah. Um, and it was never completed. But how many issues came out or were finished? I'm going to say three. I was going to say three as well, so I'm going to say four. I'm just going to give it is three. So I'm, as far as oh, I'm concerned, okay. you're both you're both Should've winners because that was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to you anyway. Um, and I don't I was trying to find out what the the longest, the most just absolutely massive crossover with tie in issues and one shots and everything like that to tie into it. Uh, I, I couldn't. It, that would have taken a lot of like actual counting and a lot of like, yeah, I yeah, would have yeah. had to like yeah. stay yeah. up all night. And no, I'm not doing that. Uh, instead, fear itself, which we've mentioned. Uh, how many total issues? And that means like the main Fear Itself miniseries plus everything that was a tie-in or like noted as a tie-in. How many individual comic issues? Um, by my count, I might be off. I had to count them out, but uh, this I believe is correct. Does that constitute? I'm gonna say fifty-two, and I'm gonna say forty-five. Merck is closest, um, oh. but he's still way off because it's a hundred and forty-one. Holy what? crap! <laughs> And that, like, cross-in tie-out, you know what I mean? Like, cross, like, tie-ins, like, yeah, yeah, ma- yeah. main series being taken over by it, like, new miniseries. Exactly. I forget which year that That's was. Like too th- much. That's clearly too much. This is That's what I'm around about. the time, I, that might have been the last Marvel event I bought, I think. Yeah. Like, it was right around then. I was like, you know what? This is getting so stupid that I'm, I'm done. So, yeah. yeah. What horribly written and confusing DC event had Wonder Woman and the Amazons caught between a war of the Roman and Olympian gods? Oh. Oh, is it that one that I wanted to borrow from you? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh. 1991. War of the Gods? Uh, Yes. Yeah. War of the Gods. All right, bro, I got it. You got it. (laughs) I thought it was, yeah. Like, not Amazon's attack. That's too recent, and also, like, that was also garbage but <laughs> it it had nuggets that it could have been good but it was so got so convoluted and weird yeah. that i'm like it's only four issues and i'm like i'm already lost by issue two it's four issues and it feels like 106 it, there's a yeah. lot of behind the scenes stuff that kind of mucked yeah. that up i believe yeah which is I think unfortunate so, yeah. but you do that acts of vengeance that i was just talking about yeah. i was talking about that all those minor uh villains fighting fantastic four Name as many of those characters as you can that I just mentioned. Oh man, I wasn't paying attention. I know. There's, Quill, a, there's a tiger man. guy. Was, wait, there's tiger, a tiger shark. guy. Tiger, tiger shark. shark. Wait, Quill. Stilt man. Plant man. Stilt man. Yeah. Uh. Ult- wait. In any of them, Ultron. Does that count? Ultron. <laughs> nope. No. In that Fantastic she Four. Just the Fantastic Four. Oh right. Of course. Of course. Uh. Shoot. Um. Shocker was in a different one, right? Shocker was in a different one. Nope. Nope, oh, that was there. Shocker, nice. Okay, uh, Hydro Man. Water Wizard? Yep. <laughs> I'm a bit of a water wizard! He's just splashing <laughs> around. <laughs> I'm in a tub! Yeah. <laughs> I have superpowers! Backrock? on the faucet! Nope. I was hoping he might be in there anyway. Yeah, no, no. Um, there's somebody, oh, somebody else was with Shocker, wasn't there? Yep. You got, like, a paste pot Pete in there? You got yourself a trapster? Nope. Okay, I'm oh, going to end it there. Yeah. Uh, Kyle got three, Bri got five. Right on. There was, Be- there was Beetle, Shocker, <sighs> Ramrod, Plantman, Quill, Eel, mm, Thunderball, Vanisher, Mad Dog, whoever that tiger guy was, St- Stiltman, Armadillo, Super Adaptoid, Water Wizard, Hydro Man. It's, uh, it's, it's wow. Stilt Tiger. It's just a tiger on stilts. <laughs> Stilt Tiger, yeah. 
This he is not happy to be up there. No, <laughs> no. It's bad. Um, and this tiger <laughs> is mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number three. In Marvel's original sin, what death began the story and who killed them? Uh, oh, uh, was... Nick Fury was killed by. No, no, sorry. The Watcher was killed by Nick Fury. Yeah, that one. You got it. Yeah. All right. So those were all the questions. Uh, yep. We have a three-way tie. We're all winners. Yay! That's lovely. That was a great game. But we didn't even win, Coach McGurk. We tied. Yeah, uh, Coach, isn't a tie like the same thing as kissing your sister? Yeah. There's so many bad ones. There's so many bad ones. I mean, I want to say... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into a bad one really fast. Age yep. of Ultron was a dumb book. Yeah, yeah. It was a dumb book where... <laughs> Basically, Ultron won, and he was sending robot, you know, he was sending his army from the future to attack the past. So half the team was like, we'll just go to the future, but not the future where he's done that yet, and we'll stop him before he can do that in the future to affect the past. Confusing. At the same time, Wolverine is like, no, 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 the answer to this is go back in time. We've got a time machine here. Go back in time. Kill Hank Pym. So he does that, and uh, the Invisible Woman is also there from the bad future. And she's like, no, don't kill Hank Pym. And Wolverine's like, no, I'm gonna. And he does. And then they go back to the present and it's bad in different ways. So they go back, they go back again. And now there's two Wolverines there. (laughs) Okay. We won't kill Hank Pym. We'll just, you know, we'll get him to, to put like a, a backdoor shutdown password into Ultron. Oh, now there's two Wolverines. Can't be two of us. And one of them kills the other one. Cause he asked him to. Jesus Christ. What the Uh, And then they go back to the present, and then when Ultron's going to attack, they, they upload the, the backdoor thing into his program, and he stops. And that's it. And, but because they went back in time more than once, they broke time, and it caused such things to happen as Angela showed up, because they broke time, and now she's in Marvel. Yep. Uh, of course. And, and, they ha- and it, it's what led to regular Galactus showing up in the Ultimate Universe. And that's... That happened? That's Age of Ultron. <laughs> That's the book, and it it's over. And it's dumb. Thank God. Yeah. It's a dumb book. That sounds I recall real bad. parts of that, but I think I blocked out the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to remember it. I just told you yeah. everything that happened. Exactly. I won't read it yeah. ever. That's, Good. That's a bright guarantee. I hope you don't. Yeah. I gotta read Final Crisis for crying out loud. I gotta yeah. this. Read a good one. But I mentioned it before. Heroes in Crisis. What? Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> What was that book exactly? It was I very. Even, I never read it. No idea. One, it's one. It's it, 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 again. I as I've already said, the crisis branding I think should probably just be used for kind of specific things that are actual crises. Yes. And also, yep. do do less of those because you've really just overdone it. So that on itself, as a name, was like putting crisis in there to try to get people all like hyped up. But it was mostly it was about basically they set up. I guess there was a a, a place called Sanctuary, which is a place where like traumatized super people. Heroes and villains, apparently, can all just go mm. and just deal with their trauma. And it's set up like it's it's like a looks like the Kent farm almost. It's like a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. And there's like robots that are doing things. And there's like literally like a robot Mon Pa Kent almost that are there, uh, huh. which is weird. Sounds like a fascinating read. Oh, yeah. Mm. And they all and so like a lot of, everyone, a lot of they talking have, heads, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And they all have. Uh, so part of it is they go and and there's like talking heads of like just every single DC character, or, like an absolute ton of them where they just have like a panel or a couple of panels where they're like. So what they do is they have like rooms there that, that, that you have and you're recorded, but you're like and you're completely talking to them like it's like you have 
you know, you're like you're talking to a therapist where everything's like, you know, just between you, obviously. And so like they're revealing their identities and they're like, you know, and this is being filmed. And I guess this was set up by like Batman and Superman, and the Justice League at some point, because I feel it dumb. felt like it just came out of nowhere. But it's like they're recording it, but it gets deleted right away. So I'm like, why? What that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do any of this? Batman has a backup recording. Yeah, well, that's and then he naturally just plays it at parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like naturally, like stuff gets leaked that this happens, and the big crux of it is that there was a somebody killed everybody. Somebody killed everybody at like at the end of the first issue or something, and it's like the mystery of like who the only people who didn't die that were there were like Harley Quinn and Booster Gold, and most of the characters that were there were like completely minor nobody characters aside from like you know you had Roy Harper was there and Wally West was there because he was like back from yeah. pre-Flashpoint or the hell and like Poison Ivy was there and she died except like at the end it was like ah yeah but all the characters you care about no they're they're not dead but the ones that like you don't care about who you know might have their own stories might have stuff that you know might have been brewing in the background but now they're just cannon fodder for shock value even though like who they're not important characters and I'm pretty sure in most cases they've been kind of just quietly brought back in one way or another because there have been literal other crises crises since then where they could just reset whatever they feel like yep anyway so it ultimately meant nothing and it was every character like they had these talking heads and so many of them are just like what like why would they like it just didn't really fit it just felt like they weren't really there was no attention paid to like what those characters were really what was set up for them where they're at right now it was just sort of kind of a kind of a mess and a lot of this comes from i think like the DC editorial at the time, like he, he, I think Tom King, uh, had, uh, this was his story that he came up with the process. I assume not as a CIA, uh, torture technique for comic fans, but it's possible. Uh, but I mean, the, it feels, it feels like a Tom King thing. Like, you know, yeah. nine panels, talking heads. Yeah. Let's have the exact same size. Yeah. I like a lot of Tom King, but I mean, this one was just the, and I guess I DC like editorial. It, then, but I find he's got, he can get tiresome because he yeah. utilizes a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So the whole thing, like none of the characters felt right. The premise was stupid, like the, like nonsensical on its face. The existence of Sanctuary, how this runs, like every aspect of that was just idiotic. Like how these characters could not be this dumb that they would set this up this way. Batman did this for God's sake. Like, are you kidding? Well, then again, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that was mostly, and then it was like a whole mystery to to who did it, and they find out, of course, at the end that, that Wally West killed everybody because the Speed Force exploded out of him and killed everybody, which was never a thing that the Speed Force did, and it was so mm. nonsensical and so bad that in the Flash series that's currently oh, running, we're talking actually, about diarrhea again. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, it was brutal, and it was just it was just a huge and and the editorial picked which characters were who, right? So like. I believe Dan DiDio, obviously not a big fan of Wally and Dick Grayson and put them through hell every chance he got. Um, so literally right after that, and now the current sort of flash run that's happened sort of since then, they had to literally just be like, no, no, it, it wasn't the Speed Force exploding and it wasn't Wally. It was Savitar. Sure. It was Savitar. He did it. He's the guy. So I'm like, okay. And then, and everyone was basically like, good, fine. And moved yeah, on. And forgot that crisis existed. It was just an absolute misfire. It just, it was just, I can't believe how, ugh. <laughs> I'm, the only good thing is I think they learned from it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Wow. I'm just going to mention one special mention before I go into the actual one. Yeah. Is this Evolutionary War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which oh, I yeah. bought the Omnibus of. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I you had got, like you, a... You've got Omnibus fever. I do. <laughs> but I brought... And I bring this up because I brought this up to my local comic shop and I was like, I'll take this. And he just... 
paused and he looked and he's like, I, I, in all good conscience, cannot charge you full price for this because <laughs> it's, it's so bad. And he gave me a deal on it. Uh, but my actual one that I don't like, and it's more the idea of that's done in several of them. Avengers versus X-Men and humans versus X-Men, that concept, mm-hmm. not that the stories themselves, some of it worked, some of it didn't, but it's just that let's pit two teams or groups against each other for little or no reason. Yeah. And again, get into the thing of like, this is not what the characters are like in a lot of the It's the It's Civil War. Yeah. And Civil yeah. War being another one. Here's an, like, let's just do this. And you're like, really? That? Okay. All right. And it's just an idea of like, I get the idea of fighting heroes and that can work but it has to have a root cause that makes sense yes and then two issues later completely forgot and then we just move on to whatever it is <laughs> and you're like whatever okay what was the point of that you so, know that's my bet and sometimes it happens where someone has an idea and it's just like you know they think it's really cool and it just doesn't really quite come together you know and yeah. uh yeah. sometimes yeah. i wonder what it just sort of like peters out and just kind of Everyone forgets about it immediately. It's just like, listen, you tried. <laughs> so in, instead of a bad one, Merc, uh, what, what's one that you made up? <laughs> uh, I made up. Give me something better. Great Lakes Avengers versus everyone. And it's like part one is su- called Superior. Part two, Huron. Part three, Michigan. Then Erie. Then Ontario. And each one of them is Great Lakes Avengers fighting another group uh, at one of these lakes. Okay. Uh, to- they want to protect their brand name, and uh, Immortal Man drowns. It's it's the last shot of every issue. Immortal Man drowning in that whatever lake he's in, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Immortal Man!" And then the next issue, he's just alive again. And then at the end of that issue, oh, Immortal Man is dead. And then that's my. And picture. then what? Then we forget about it. Yeah. Two seconds later. Yeah, and and forget about Great Lakes Avengers. Just yeah, oh. I, I was gonna say if they're like if it's the the lakes themselves are very integral. Like there's a high potential for a water water wizard comeback. I think. Yeah, well, we could, we could have it all. And hi, water wizard Hydra Man. Yep. Mine. I don't really have a full made up idea. What I have is Dark Web, like, as you mentioned, is the thing currently happening, and or it's, I guess it's ending. I have no idea. And it's boring. So it, and dumb. It's, it's, and who it's, cares? It's Inferno. It's Inferno again. It's Inferno two. Yeah, in a sense, let's do the Inferno and Prior, and there's like demons from Limbo all over the place. It's a big wild nonsense happening all over the place. Uh, I want the tie-in because there was like a Miss Marvel tie-in, I guess, and there was like a bunch of other tie-ins. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. Um, Squirrel Girl, I want the Squirrel Girl tie-in for this, where it's just her commanding her army of squirrels against demons in Central Park, and it's just a war, squirrels against demons, and squirrels win. I think that's the only thing this was missing, and uh, you, you, they could have again. Could have had it all. There's still time. There is still time. Consider that a pitch. Uh, I did not come up with a, a pretendo one, because I misunderstood the assignment. But I did pick a weird <laughs> one that, that existed, and it was Monsters Unleashed. Um, from everything I've been able to read about it, and I'm sure there must be more to the plot than this. But it's basically, there's monsters, and everybody has to fight monsters. That's it. I think I got some of that. I read. I did read. It sounds vaguely familiar. But it's like yeah. you know, the Avengers fight a fight a whatever, and the X Men fight yeah. a big spider. And isn't it? And isn't there like a kid that's? Oh yeah, and that part of it, and, and that he's kid, imagining it. That yeah. kid has that kid is an Inhuman, and his his ability is to make monsters. <laughs> oh, so he God. makes monsters to fight those <laughs> monsters. I think. 
Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, monsters. He has the, just like, yeah, the power is he can draw it and it comes to life. So then they get him to draw other monsters that they can control or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Monsters all the way down. Now this will sell some toys. I mean, you'd think. Did they? Maybe? Did they, did they make yeah. them? Probably they might not have. That's the thing, right? You gotta uh, capitalize. The next line of those mech strike toys. Yeah. Oh no. Well, that's the big monster end to this episode. Yeah. It's the, mo- it's the monster you later. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. That's not it. That's, not, that's well, not it. Yeah. So before we go, let's tell the folks who we are. Uh, I'm Bry. I'm going to say that I'm Bry. You can check me out uh, my comic at welcometohereafter.com. I'm on Instagram at B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K and possibly other social media platforms. Who knows? There's only one way to find out. I guess it's typing that name in and hitting enter. If you want to. Do it. Uh, my name is Kyle Lees. You can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com or thekylelees on Instagram. I will see y'all there. And I am Merck. You can find me at merkasylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca. Merck on Facebook, Merck and Not Like Astronaut on Instagram. You can find all of us at and our friend Ryan Mackett uh, at the Thunder Bay Country Market for like one more Saturday. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Saturday's going to be our last one. Wow. We are leaving yeah. the, the market. So you can find us upstairs at the Weird Works Studio booth uh, for one more Saturday. And one Saturday. And then our stuff is available online or you can contact us or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And that's it. I think it's a good time for, you know, to see what we might online presences and stuff like that. And you know, it's, it's, it's regrouping 2023. It's, uh, time for change. Time for yeah. change. Any loose change, you'll throw at me. Speaking of change, here's a change. Instead of us talking, we're not gonna. This is the end of the episode. Bye. Done. And nothing will ever be the same. <laughs>